0: Hey guys
1: and girls, welcome Welcome to to Single Single to Sealed.
0: Sealed. I'm Jerry, your host, and here with me is my co-host and wife, Brianna.
1: As members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we have dedicated this podcast to helping fellow Christians navigate the treacherous waters of dating all the way to the winding roads of marriage.
0: All are welcome in our podcast family, and we are so excited to have you here with us. Be sure to subscribe, follow, or favorite. Let's talk. Welcome back, Single to Sealed family. We're so excited to have you here for another episode.
1: Yeah, we're thrilled to have you back. And actually, we edit our podcasts. And Jerry's goal for today is that we can get through an entire episode without making a single slip up that needs editing. So we'll see if we're successful.
0: <laughs> we, we've been getting pretty good at it. I edited it, the podcast a lot more in the beginning than I do now as far as like a lot of the word fillers and things. I like it to feel a little bit more natural. But sometimes they're just weird sounds or cat meows or <laughs> coughing that has to be done. So if we can avoid some of those things, that'd be nice.
1: Yeah, totally. So we eventually will get pro enough that we never need to edit anymore. Never. But I don't think you guys want to hear the weird like bodily sounds that come out of Jerry all the time.
0: <laughs> all the time?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, sometimes.
0: <laughs> Fair enough.
1: I'm just throwing one at the bus right now. He's giving me those eyes like, really, Brie, did you just say that? Okay, well, we are going to get started on our topic for today Today we are talking about The signs of cheating
0: That was a terrible drum roll, by the way
1: Hey, I thought it was pretty good (laughs) 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 So this one is a more serious topic that we're talking about today Uh, And, you know, when Jerry brought it up to me, I was like Babe, why are we going to talk about cheating on, like, an LDS, like, Christian podcast? And he's like, dude Christian people still cheat so it's applicable to all dating relationships and I thought about it for a second I was like yeah that's a solid point
0: yeah we always have to be prepared I mean everybody knows of somebody who's been in a relationship where someone's been unfaithful and we just want to help you be more prepared in case that you know situation is happening to you I mean obviously this isn't going to apply as much if you are the one doing the cheating but right now you can repent and (laughs) fix the error of your ways and confess (laughs) face the music but this isn't going to be that episode this is more about finding the signs of of discovering the other person is cheating on you in a committed relationship
1: Mm -hmm. so one of the most frequent signs that you'll see is abnormal patterns forming um, with your significant other so if they started doing something really weird like every saturday they say they they have plans saturday evening and they can't hang out with you anymore Or like every Tuesday and Friday and Sunday at lunchtime, they go to this coffee shop like without question. So things like that, that you're noticing like abnormal patterns that weren't happening before and now popping up in your significant other's life can be a sign that they're seeing someone else or they are, you know, feeding a relationship besides yours.
0: Another example of that could be, you know, somebody has a pretty typical work schedule. And you're used to meeting them at certain times and now those times are changing or all of a sudden they're working later all the time. Those things can be a little bit suspicious. And, again, a lot of these things are potential signs of cheating. Just because that's the situation doesn't mean that somebody is. They can be dishonest about where they are for different reasons. You know, but this is definitely a legitimate sign that that could be happening to you.
1: Yeah. Another sign is time periods where they're not communicating or seem unreachable. If they're normally very communicative with you and then there'll be times where they just go totally off the radar and it's happening frequently a lot, like a lot, like daily or multiple times a week, and it's just seeming really odd, that can also be another sign. And on the flip side of that also, not just communicating via like phone or getting a hold of them, this can also apply for if they aren't communicating or seem unreachable emotionally so if they are normally very good communicators with you and you guys have great conversation and share your feelings and feel connected and just have these great interactions where you really are able to connect with your significant other or your partner but all of a sudden they're very distant when you talk they're not interested in in really having deep conversations with you or connecting with you like that anymore and they seem like they're just in another world that can also be a sign
0: I think this is a good opportunity anyways for you to be able to notice this behavior and address it. So, I mean, somebody could be going through something really difficult in their life. They could be struggling with something else or they could be just not feeling very confident in their relationship and they just don't know how to bring it up or they don't want to hurt your feelings. You know, somebody kind of has to step in there. Otherwise, you'll just be sitting there forever waiting for the other person to confess about something or having all these feelings of, of um, being scared that they're cheating on you, you know, building up. And so this is a good chance for you to talk with them and say, hey, I've I've noticed this type of behavior and you're not really communicating with me. And, you know, I texted you yesterday and you didn't get back to me till this morning. You know, we used to text all the time, like, is everything okay? Like, are we still good? You know, those are really that's a really good time to do that.
1: Yeah, I think it's important to note right here that um, cheating usually is coupled with multiple of these signs and not just one so like if they're just acting distant sometimes it can be something else that's going on like jerry said so i'm not saying that it always is going to have like all of these or multiple of these on the list but it's more than likely that it's cheating if it if you're having a lot of these points that we're making
0: yeah i agree with that the next point we want to talk about is feeling like your physical interactions feel different or feel off Now everyone's going to be at a different point in their relationship as far as what their physical connection or um, intimacy levels is going to be like. And you have to just base it off your own personal experiences. You just can't compare it to someone else's relationship. So for an example, let's say that, you know, you are kissing or you are making out (laughs) frequently and then now you're just not doing that anymore. I mean, that's that's a, a weird sign for you because you're like, okay well, this is what we always do. This is what we like doing. So you might go in to do that and they might kind of back away and be like, ah, uh, let's do something else. And that's a, that's a sign that they might feel like there's some kind of connection that's being misplaced.
1: Or being fulfilled by someone else. And so they don't seek that connection with you anymore. Exactly. Um, another sign can be if they're constantly accusing you of cheating or acting distrustful of you and other people be, um, because they can be projecting how they feel onto you and what they're doing onto you. Projection is what makes a cheating partner more likely to accuse you or someone else of cheating. And so if you feel like they're constantly worried about you and, like, your guy friend or whatever, it can be because they're actually doing it as well. So that is another sign of cheating.
0: And that's something that we see often with other parts of our life. And I've noticed just there's there's been times maybe in Brianna and I's relationship where I feel like there's attitudes that I'm ex- I'm exhibiting, that I'm saying that she's doing until I reflect on it and realize it was maybe just a little bit more of me. <laughs> 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 and so that's just a normal thing that we do anyways as a way to try to deny the fact that we're responsible for doing.
1: And make thing. ourselves feel better, right? Mm-hmm. So they'll accuse you of doing it because, and look for reasons why you'd be doing it to make themselves feel better for them doing it. It kind of lifts that um, guilt off of them a little bit. And last point we have for you guys is secretive use of electronic devices. So if they never want you to look at their phone, or if every time they finish using it, they flip it over so you can't see the screen, if they have it locked and won't give you the code, different things like that. If they just are always having the phone like in their pocket or right in their hand and it's never left anywhere, that can also be a pretty serious sign of cheating.
0: Yeah, it's uh, secretive behavior something that's definitely really scary, especially if they were pretty open or comfortable sitting by you before with their phone or whatever. You know, the, when they're hiding things or, or making, making sure it's face down or that you don't know the code to their phone if you knew it before. You know, those are those are all kind of red flags for, you know, why? Why is this happening? Is there a reason you're hiding something from me? Because there has to be pretty much no secrets in, in a relationship.
1: hmm Or if, like, every time someone calls them, they leave to go take the phone call Um, Or they don't answer their phone, like text or phone call when they're with you. And you know, so like rejecting and hiding their phone and stuff. That can also be a sign as well. So just watching how they treat their electronics when they're with you. Just like Jerry said, and like we say all the time in our podcast, in a relationship, you should go into marriage with no secrets. That should be the ultimate goal is to completely be open and honest with one another and feel safe and be able to trust your partner with everything, with every aspect of your life. And if you're not feeling that reciprocated by your partner, that's the time that, where you question whether or not this is the relationship for you. Because if you can't trust your partner to be open and honest and truthful with you, that is a really rocky, or should I say sandy, relationship to start. Because trust is so important in a relationship. And that honesty is key.
0: So, Brianna had brought up, and I know Brianna said that was the last point, but just earlier we were chatting, and Brianna had brought up this, this idea that cheating isn't always something that's physical. There is such a thing as emotional cheating, so can you explain that a little bit?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, it's important to note here that cheating isn't always, like Jerry said, physical. It's not always kissing or hugging or holding hands with the opposite sex that's not your significant other. It's not always making out with them or having sex with them or any of those things. Cheating can be purely emotional, and it can happen without even realizing it sometimes. So cheating can be something as simple as you spending a lot of time with someone who you are starting to form feelings with. And I think it's really important to note that actually in our our books, I guess you could say our handbooks in the church, it talks about how when once we are married, we should not be spending a lot of time with someone of the opposite sex. And that's not because they're worried about something happening or someone hurting you or anything like that. You know, they don't trust the members of the church. It's because they understand that the more frequently you're spending time with someone of the opposite sex, the easier it is to fall into their routine with them and to form those feelings with them. And so to make a note here, another danger to be worried about is if you're seeking comfort and guidance and friendship from someone other than your significant other, About your problems in your relationship. So actually, a lot of feelings can form. If if you're fighting a lot with your partner and you go and tell you know, someone of the opposite sex about those issues and you kind of bond over that, you're opening your heart to form a connection with them over issues with your spouse or issues with your boyfriend or girlfriend. And that can form a lot of feelings there. So just be extra careful about that. And the person you should really be talking to about your relationship problems or fights should be the person you're fighting with, like the person you're having problems with. So you shouldn't seek that exterior guidance or validation or comfort from someone that's not your partner. And if you can't do that, then that should be also be a sign that maybe it's not the healthiest relationship.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, sometimes these some relationships I wouldn't say have to be sacrificed, but they have to be dialed back. I know that when I was dating Brianna, my really closest friend at the time was a girl, and we would hang out all the time. And... Sorry, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> <She doesn't... laughs> We're
1: friends with her now, so I would like <laughs>
0: she doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's married. Um, but yeah, we just would hang out all the time, and it was it was really fun. We had like our weekly like Wednesday activity where we would go to so delicious get soda and a drink and we would just chat like about our week and you know we had a really good relationship and after i dated brianna just a lot of those feelings and emotions that i would usually be putting on my friend you know was kind of shifting more towards brianna because you know she was becoming my best friend and she was becoming this person that i needed to be sharing these feelings with and so just naturally in with with communication with brianna too you know, she kind of agreed that it made her feel jealous, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, if if I was using those feelings or emotions to talk to her, you know, and or to my friend instead of Brianna. And so, like I said, I didn't necessarily want to give up that relationship, but it definitely had to be dialed back. And my friend understood, mm-hmm. you know, from a girl's perspective, which was a sign of a good friend. You know, we're still friends today. I'm sure we, you know, we don't really talk as often as we used to. But um, it was just something that was necessary So that I could show Brianna that I was committed to her with my feelings and my emotions. And she wouldn't have to feel like I was connecting with a a different girl than her.
1: Yeah, and I didn't ask him to, like, end the friendship. But it did make me uncomfortable because they had, like, a little bit of dating history, too, before they became friends. And so I was just honest with him. I was like, you know what? Like, I don't really feel comfortable with you spending, like, as much time as you're spending with her all the time. And it makes me feel uncomfortable and, and, like, concerned for our relationship that maybe, like, something could happen and I wouldn't know because... Like you have this strong relationship with a girl that isn't me. And I think that was important conversation to have for us. And it is is an important conversation to have with the people you're dating. And that leads us to like our final point, which is setting boundaries early in a relationship. Having that conversation, though, it can be a tough conversation. Have that conversation about what you feel comfortable with and what you don't. And what in your mind counts as cheating and what doesn't. And lay down those clear boundaries because... Like we always talk about, we always are trying to drill this into you guys. Communication is key and setting those boundaries early is so important. Defining the relationship, defining your intentions, just being straight up with one another so that everything is clear, that there's no muddy waters. And if you do that, you will start yourselves out on the right foot. And then if lines are crossed, you know it's not because of misinformation or misunderstanding. It's it's because they purposely cross those lines and they're showing you who they are. And so just have those conversations early. If if it counts as cheating to you, if the guy you're dating hangs out with another girl that, you know, he has a history with and he's hanging out with her all the time and you don't like that he's spending all that time with a girl that isn't you and that's starting to feel like cheating to you, tell him, talk to him about that, lay those boundaries down early, you know, and, and then there won't be that confusion or that frustration.
0: Yeah, so that's pretty much gonna wrap up our ideas for the signs of cheating tonight. And I guess tonight, cause we're recording it at night. Um, but we actually got a lot of these ideas from online and you can find more ideas or examples of uh, different signs of cheating. These are just a few that we kind of wanted to pick out and choose and a couple that we came up with on our, on our own so that we could help you guys be more comfortable in your relationship experiences. Now, with this being said, I think this is naturally going to make people finish this podcast and maybe go to someone if you're dating them right now and start looking for all these signs. We don't want you to be uh super sleuth now. You know, <laughs> we just want you to be able to be aware of these of these things and these in these patterns because it's something that you may not necessarily be aware of. You might feel something's off, but you don't know why. So if you're seeing some of these patterns happen, again, don't just walk up to somebody and say you're cheating on me. <laughs> you can go ahead and have that conversation and try to figure out what's going on and hope that you can work it out or break up if you need to and hopefully they can be honest with you and you don't have to catch somebody in the act.
1: And I think a lot of this leads back to just to kind of summarize secrets and dishonesty. That's the killer of a relationship and even if someone's not cheating on you but they're exhibiting a lot of these signs we talked about they're being really secretive and they're being dishonest with you. They're not willing to share their phone with you or like at least have their phone facing upwards when they're around you or they're you know doing stuff and disappearing for long periods of time and not talking to you. Things like that are warning signs anyways even if they don't necessarily lead to cheating. So if someone's not willing to, to do those things with you and to be open and honest with you, reevaluate it and have some com- conversations and communicate and see if this relationship is really what you need.
0: All right, thanks Brian for sharing that. Thanks again so much for you guys joining the podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed the content. Make sure that you guys leave a like and subscribe, review, share with your friends, your mom, your dad, and let them know that you love Single to Sealed as much as we love you guys. Thanks again. If you enjoy Single to Sealed, be sure to invite your friends to help our podcast family grow.
1: If you haven't subscribed, followed, or favorited, be sure you do so you don't miss out on any of our great content.
0: Thank you for joining us today as we help you move one step closer to sealing the deal. We'll
1: We'll see see you next
0: time. time.